Hey, hey, my love. Welcome back to another episode of the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm your girl, Melissa Impet, and today I have my girl, Sierra, on. She's visiting us, and we chatted all about how important it is to start off your day with intention. So we talked a lot about morning routines and how it's so important for everybody, but incredibly important for all of the parents. It's so key to be filling up your own cup before anyone else in your house even wakes up. That's gonna be the best way to make sure that you are truly showing up for yourself, so that way you can show up as the best version of yourself for everybody else. Such a powerful episode, you guys are just gonna love it. So Sierra, thank you so much for coming on to the show and sharing your heart with us. Sierra McGuire, I live currently in Kansas City. I am from Illinois and I'm moving back to Illinois soon. But. I am an online personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I do in-person training as well. These positive changes for my life, I found that others were inspired by me and asking questions, and I really just felt called to make a career shift. Mm. So prior what was to- your, Yeah, what was your career before? I was a full-time hairstylist and makeup artist for about oh, two and a half years. So it's now it's kind of cool because I obviously do the online and in-person training and nutrition coaching. And I also travel to like national NPC shows. So I get to kind of merge both of my passions and still do hair and makeup a little bit, but also be involved in like the bodybuilding world as well. So it's super, super fun. Yeah, that's a really cool mix. I was going to say, it's it's so cool because originally you were just helping people like feel better about themselves by like a beautiful makeup and hair style. And now you're like helping on like an even deeper level. Yeah, it's so true what they say to like hairstylists or like your therapist, yeah. but it's the same <laughs> thing with your trainer. Yeah, very it's, true. I mean, you I go to the gym and the clients that I train in person, it's like they are going obviously to get a good workout, but they're also a lot of times there to spend like their quote unquote me time. And a lot of, and so, not a lot of times, but sometimes that's getting frustration out, whether it be, you know, family stress, work stress, or just life stress. Um, so I feel like I've kind of been a therapist as well my whole life. That's awesome. I love it. It's so but true. I, love it. I absolutely love it. So true. Like what, what a better time to kind of like talk things out as when you're releasing like physically with your body and working out. So that's great. right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We were talking before we started recording for the podcast, how, you know, it's that in-person touch. That's really nice. You know, yes. the online world is cool. It's awesome for like self-education, but there's something so magical about that in person. Yeah. I love to have that one-on-one connection. I think this day and age, it's hard to connect with people. Sometimes I think social media is great and online and having an online presence and being online as like yourself or your business is very, very important. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes having that like personal interaction is oftentimes overlooked and you kind of just lose touch of people. Uh, I was just reading an article about this, about how social media is causing people to have such, such a sense, uh, like a, like a wrong sense of connection. Like they don't understand what connection actually means because they're growing up in this world of not actually thinking that you're connected because you're connected. You have friends and you have, you're getting likes and stuff like that, but you're actually not connected. Right. And I've been, I'm not huge, like talking on the phone kind of person, but I do think that over the last like 10 years, since texting has become more popular, 
I always say that I feel like people have a harder time connecting in person because we are so like removed from that almost. We don't have to talk on the phone. We don't have to, we don't even have to be face to face with somebody to even have a business relationship. Um, so I think again, we just lose that like connection to people and Mm. that ability to like carry a conversation. (laughs) So true. It is so true. And I'm so guilty of it too. Don't get me wrong. You know what? I was just, I was just putting myself in the situation that you were talking about. And I was like, wow, that's me actually. When sometimes when I go to the gym, I feel awkward starting new conversations because I'm just like, I'm focused. I'm just doing me. And then, yeah, I feel like I've kind of lost practice of that. Yeah. That's so interesting. And it's like writing, this is totally off base, but like writing in cursive, they don't teach that in school anymore or- I'm embarrassed to say that I can't. I couldn't write the alphabet in cursive. <laughs> I couldn't. I can only write my name, and that's yeah. even questionable. <laughs> like my signature, like I'm going to be famous, my autograph, you know. Yeah. I, love, uh, I love that we're, we're being so vulnerable right now. Like we're vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it, it's embarrassing to me because, like, especially, like, my family just valued education so much, and, and I definitely didn't take anything like that seriously back in the day when we were learning cursive, and now it's not even a thing anymore. No, it's not, and I wonder, like, how is my son going to, like, write, sign a check? Right? <laughs> it's so goofy, but it's real. Wow, what a powerful thing. Yeah, let's talk about kids, because I know there's so many ladies listening right now that are moms or about to be moms, soon to be moms. Yes. Jump into mom life, especially because I, I don't know. I want to learn about it. <laughs> so what do you want to know about mom life? There's so much that goes into it. Yeah, right. I'm trying to think about some of like the most common questions. Um, so for sure, time, time management. You know, how do you kind of manage your time and, and make yourself a priority still? So, I mean, you kind of answered it right there. You have to prioritize time management. I find with clients of mine or even just friends of mine, family, um, they don't schedule that time for themselves. And it sounds crazy that you physically have to write in your calendar or write it in your, or type it in your Google mm-hmm. calendar on your phone, whatever you use for a scheduling tool as a family or as a mom, um, you have to prioritize 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever you honestly have time for, for yourself every day. It doesn't have to be a workout every single day, but giving yourself that time to either sit down and read every morning for 30 minutes before your kids get up, whether it's going for a 20 minute jog before the kids get up or the rest of the house needs you. Um, that is crucial. I find that for most, and I say most because this is just trial and error from clients and again, friends. Setting a morning routine and getting that you time, quote unquote, in early in the morning, even if you're not a morning person, mm-hmm. is crucial because, and the reason I say that is because when the rest of the world wakes up, when the rest of your family wakes up, you kind of carry that weight as the, the mom to take the kids here, go to work pick the kids up, take them to practice. So many people need you from 8 a.m. to 9 Mm p.m. 
when you're on that, you know, like mom's schedule. Yeah. It's your full, it's your real full-time job. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And too many, it's not that I think a lot of times it's not that people don't prioritize their training or their nutrition or giving themselves that me time. I think it's honestly not knowing where to put the me time. Yeah. Where to put it for sure. Yeah. Because when you get up and do it before anyone else wakes up, it's done. Yeah. Again, whether that be going to your favorite workout class or sitting down and journaling for yes, I, mean, I love minutes, my journaling. Right? Yeah, yeah. Writing That's down your goals. Yes, writing down your goals, your affirmations, your intentions for that day. Yeah. What are your big top three? Mm-hmm. Write those down. That can be your you time. Reading a book can be your you time. Anything that makes you feel good, that makes you feel like you're ready to tackle the day as a better mom, as a more focused mom Mm -hmm. is crucial. Too much comes up between eight and five that you're going to put it off. Mm -hmm. Too many people need you, too many practices to go to. So Mm -hmm. I would, my number one tip for your listeners, schedule that time prior to anyone else waking up. Yeah. That's a huge tip. I love that. Yeah. And if you have to, if you're not a morning person, I am, so I can't relate, but I would suggest just starting with setting your alarm 10 minutes earlier than you normally do. Yeah. It doesn't or have set to be it, long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Set it 10 minutes earlier than your kids get up and yeah. get up, drink a big glass of water, sit in your thoughts for a minute, then wake the kids up and then maybe yeah. do that for a week or two. And then increase it to 20 minutes prior. Kind of work yourself into waking up earlier. Yeah, don't cannonball. (laughs) Do it slowly with ease. If you're used to waking up at 7, don't try and wake up at 4.30 because it's not going to happen. And you're going to hate me and be like, that girl on her podcast told me to get up. And now I'm just tired. (laughs) I don't want you to be tired. I want you to be intentional. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that you said intentional too, because that's really the way that I always put it is in the morning, it's so important what I, to ground yourself. I love talking about energy. And, you know, when we're, when we have so much chaos going around, we're so, we're so floating off the ground because there's just so much chaos going around. So taking that intentional time to ground yourself somehow is, yeah, you're going to be a better mom for sure. Well, and if you think about, okay, so obviously you're not a mom, but if you visualize, and I'm sure maybe some- I've been a dog mom, so that's a little- Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so visualize waking up to an alarm. Yes, it's early. I get that. But think about waking up, putting your feet on the ground, and giving yourself 20 minutes to, again, do whatever you want in that 20 minutes. That sounds kind of nice, right? Mm-hmm. Now Peaceful. visualize, Peace. mom, wake up, mom, I'm hungry. I mean, you would wake up in a panic. Yeah. Like, where am I? What time is it? Who is oh, it? What a beautiful visualization. That's beautiful. I love it. And so think about how you're waking up every day. Are you waking up in a panic because your child's awake before you are and they're hungry and they have to go to the bathroom and you need to change your diaper? And it's chaos. It is extreme chaos. And that's just motherhood in general. Like, yeah. If I could put one word on being a mom, it's chaos. Yeah, it's so true. If you don't take that time to ground first, like you're just like, it's going to be a hard rebound. If you wake up in that state of chaos, it's going to be hard to rebound. So the rest of your day isn't chaos. But if you start from that grounded place. Yeah, you have to start with intent. Start with intention. If you're waking up 
like I said, like to this chaos, mm-hmm. that heightens your cortisol, which yeah. is your stress hormone stress. for those of you that don't know. Yeah, let's talk so, about hormones. Yes, when you wake up and that is heightened, it's gonna be, you're gonna be up here all day. Like, what in the world, I'm in a hurry, what's going on, I have to get this person here, that person there, and I have to get to work, and I need a coffee, and I forgot my lunch. I mean, that's and, just and for, like you know, there's definitely still gonna be some days like that. But why not? Why not really try to make it so you don't have many days like that? Yeah, make it two days like that versus and versus seven. I mean, it's so peaceful. I'm sure. I'm sure. You yes. know, it really shifts things. Absolutely. And then, and then it's so much easier to want to show up for yourself as far as your goals in the gym and, and you know, really working on building your beautifully built body. <laughs> yes. You're like, okay, I got this. Like I've got my workout done or I, you know, I wrote down my big three or these are the things I'm grateful for today. Like your mind is in a better place when you set that intention in the morning. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a morning routine to make you a a successful mom or what have you. Maybe your schedule is like noon to eight or that's when, you know, you kind of do the bulk of your things and you're a night person. That's great. An hour before bed, set intentions for the next day. Mm -hmm. Get your workout done at night, whatever the case may be. Cater it to your schedule, but you still have to have that intention as a mom Mm -hmm. to pour into yourself so you can pour into your family. Yeah. Mm, So powerful. Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your fitness routine. What do you love to do? Well, I am a morning person. Uh, I, three days a week, I am up in the gym training clients early in the morning. So I will get up around 4.30 or 5. I will go and do that after I have journaled a little bit. I take about five, 10 minutes, write down, again, my big three, my intentions, my affirmations. And then I go train my clients. I usually come home, I'll eat and get some computer work done, emails, and then I will go back to the gym. And my training is primarily focused on like strength training, but also I like to throw in like circuits to keep my heart rate up. I am currently kind of shifting my training focus. I've been in a strict like building phase, I would say, um, trying to get stronger and I don't need any more muscle right now. So Mm. Just kind of it up. I'm trying some new classes. I'm just kind of going through this phase where I want to try it all and do it all. And that's fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I, I've been really thinking about that too. I actually talked to one of the trainers at a gym that I go to here and she does really cool group circuits. Mm-hmm. It's all strength training, but I just love the group circuits. It's cool. Um, I have a friend back in Boston named Sarah. She does like a lot of group weight lifting like serious like i have never been as sore in my entire life after one of these like circuit style weight lifting classes so i think yeah it's cool trying new things yeah that's awesome and that's primarily how i train my clients so we'll usually do strength circuits so i'll do some strength exercises mixed in with some plyometrics that mm-hmm. are targeting the same muscle groups keep their heart rate up and kind of get that quote unquote cardio in without jumping on the treadmill for 20 minutes. 
so great. So it just keeps things kind of moving a little bit quicker and more yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think it's, I like doing, I typically do tri sets. So it's, it's three exercises. Yes. So it's kind yeah. of like a little circuit, but I've never, you know, I've never done it in group setting, which I really like because it's amazing how group makes you work just a little bit harder. Yeah. And you could even just find like a group of friends to train with and like, Hey, let's do this circuit or let's go to the gym at the same time. Maybe three of you go at the same time. So fun. Do a different exercise and just kind of rotate it through. That's the best way to really get yourself through an awesome workout and lift each other up at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so that awesome. human interaction. I'm yeah, telling you. Just, we're circling back to that. <laughs> Yes. It's so true. We're like craving it in this social media world. Yes, absolutely. It's crazy because as social media like gets more popular and so much more is online. So many I'm trying to think of how to say this. <laughs> the more popular Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all of that gets the higher the depression rate gets. Yeah. And I, I just think it's crazy that you can see there are so many different studies out now. It's wild. It is. It's so my tip for all of you on top of, you know, mom stuff is to interact with humans, make those connections in person. This article that I was reading, it, it was blowing my mind because she, um, She's a she's a hypnotherapist. Her oh. name's Marissa Peer. And yeah, she's from England. She's very interesting. But she was talking about how like down to people not even getting their own groceries anymore. You know, yeah. like now people are getting groceries delivered to them. Like they're they're we're literally losing all source of human connection. Yeah, and you're losing so much. I think eventually we're going to lose so many jobs, yeah. so many, so many life. skills that we've had. Our life skills. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I think back to being a mom, like what is How is my son going to get groceries someday? Yeah. Is he going to know how to navigate? <laughs> through the grocery store? I mean, <laughs> I'm scary. teaching him now, but that doesn't, I, our grocery store is going to be a thing that like you can go to in 10 years. I don't know. It's crazy. I just thought of another question. I'm totally like bouncing around today, but I just thought of <laughs> another question that I had when we were talking about scheduling too, because this is something that I think is so important and I'm not even a mom yet, but how do you, how do you kind of make your son aware of your time? So even during the day, does he understand when like you need a minute? <laughs> like do you yeah. help him that? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, my son and I are very, very similar in that we, I don't want to say like our alone time, but we kind of need to like decompress a little bit. Yeah. And so he has been very open about like, mom, I want some alone time. I'm like, okay, I'll back it up. I'll get out of your hair. And so That's I awesome. kind of do the same thing with him. And with the summer, he is home with me primarily during the day because I work a lot from home. So I have the flexibility to do that, but I still make it a point to either find him a babysitter for me to go to the gym or I go in the morning before he is awake or I will take him with me. Yeah. He's a little bit older. He's eight. He will be nine in September. So he's too old for like the childcare 
the babysitting at the gym, but I found a gym that we've been going to for a couple of years. He can go at the same time I do and play basketball. So it's kind of like we both have that me time a little bit. But like today we're stranded without a car. My car's in the shop and we have a trampoline out back. So I said, hey, I need to get a workout in. I'm going to do it in the backyard while you jump the trampoline. Perfect. So you just kind of have to compromise with your child a little bit and help them understand that, you know, as an adult, your you time looks a little different than it does as a kid. As a kid, you want to go play with your friends. You want to play video games or, you know, whatever you want to do for your you time. Um, It just looks a little bit different as adults. And sometimes that means taking time away from being in the house. And I think that's okay. I think if you explain it to your child as to why it's important to have that time, they will be much more understanding than just saying, I'm going to work out. I'll see you later. Um, Because a lot, you know, a lot of kids depend on their parents to be around a lot and they don't want their parents to go to the gym or, they miss, you know, they miss them. And as a mom, you feel guilty. Um, yeah, that's a huge, I hear that a lot with a lot of the moms. Like I feel guilty doing this, taking this time away, not being with my family, taking the think, time to meal prep and not be, you know, with my yeah, yeah. school, like all that. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's a little bit different because that's just how things are for us. And that's how it's always been. Um, but I think if you speak to your child like an adult, if they're old enough to understand, obviously my son is eight. So I can have those conversations with him about how important this is for me as mom, for me as a person, just like, uh, like go. Okay. So like going to basketball practice, that's his priority, right? Mm -hmm. Right now he doesn't have many priorities. His priorities are baseball, basketball, and getting, yeah, getting his stuff done at home, like his yeah. small chores that he has. And so explaining to your child that that's their responsibility. And as a mom, you have responsibilities. And one of your responsibilities as a mom should be to take care of yourself just as much as you take care of other people. Um, and that's so, so the, great. Just being so honest with your kids too, and just explaining that. Yeah. So they really get a firm understanding of that. Yeah. And I think it's, I think like, they would, I feel like the light bulb would just kind of go off a little bit in your child's head if you kind of just sat them down and said, hey, like I said, these are my responsibilities. These are yours. Can you help me with my responsibilities like I help you? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of get them involved a little bit. So great. It's, you know, and it's, I think it's just so smart starting this at such a young age because that's what I, I noticed right away. You said it's kind of how it's always been. Yeah. That's great. Being able to yeah. say that so young. Absolutely. Yeah. And not everyone has that. Like some parents have kids that are 10, 12 and they really want to start getting to the gym or they really want to start spending more time on themselves. However that looks for them. Yeah. And it's new to the family. Yeah. I think it's just important to, they say how much more likely you are to reach your goals when you tell someone about them. Mm-hmm have one of those people be your kid have or all of your kids or your entire family that way you're all on the same page and it's that nice accountability too right absolutely 
<laughs> have your family keep you accountable. Exactly, exactly. And it's not, it's not, I'm sure it's not always something that the whole family's about, but hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to put yourself first. You know, mm -hmm. I definitely have worked with quite a few clients who have to be strong on their own because their husband doesn't want to eat healthier or, you know, yeah. the kids don't like what you're cooking, but that doesn't mean that you can't be still cooking it for yourself. It is right. a hassle having to kind of prepare things to yeah, think. It, it goes back to... Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, um, it goes back to like priorities, and everybody's got different priorities. And cooking two dinners is it ideal? No. no. Is it fun? Heck, no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but if you if that's important to you, then it's not a big deal. Or if you can set time aside a couple days a week to kind of meal prep for yourself, and then feed your family. Aside from that. If you have the means to do so, that makes a big difference too. Um, but it's just about understanding everyone's different priorities. Because like you said, if you're in a family of six, you're all going to have different priorities. My priorities are completely different than my son's priorities. Mm -hmm. But you have to find a way to kind of marry the two. Mm -hmm. yeah. you, have to, you have to find that harmony in like everyone's priorities yeah and again it goes back to time management mm -hmm. it so all circles back because yes my evenings are 95 percent dedicated to my son taking him to baseball taking him to basketball feeding him dinner helping him you know do his homework during school or whatever the case may be yeah. so i know as a mom if i want to work out i have to do it in the morning if I want to train my clients, I usually have to do it in the morning. I work one evening a week. You know, it's just like making it. Yeah. That given that's my schedule. Yeah. The, from the time I wake up 4.30 to 5 a.m. to 3 p.m. when he gets out of school during the school year, that's my time. Mm -hmm. From 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. when he goes to sleep, that's his time. Um, or that's my time as a mom. Yeah. So again, that's going to look completely different for everybody, but scheduling yourself realistically for your family is the only way to stay sane and get all your shit done. Sorry. Can I say that? Of course. Of okay. course. <laughs> Especially for all the moms we have listening that are moms, they want to be taking care of themselves and they want to be building a business. You know, it's, it's right. super, yeah. Scheduling is super important. So what do you use? Do you use Google calendar or are you a handwritten person? I, for like appointments and things like that, I use my phone, Google calendar. I didn't used to, I am a big pen and paper person. I just like to see things. So what I have found that works best is Scheduling appointments, whether it be appointments with clients or a facial or like scheduling this podcast, I use my phone, mm -hmm. Google Calendar, um, that you can also pull up on your computer. And then every day I use like pen and paper. Yeah. So I'll wake up every day. What do I need to get done today? I'll write it down. And that's kind of my schedule for the day or my to-do list, if you will. Um, so I kind of utilize a little bit of both. I can't. I'm not, I can't use my phone to like check off my tasks. Yeah. Write it down. I have to see it. I have to like, even if I have to, that check mark feels so good. Yes. <laughs> like that feels good. Yeah. Even like I have a list. Yeah. 
you can attest you just saw it um even if i have to time block like from eight to nine this is what i'm doing from nine to ten i'm gonna go on a walk with my son from 10 to 10 30 i'm on this podcast or whatever the case may be um i can see my day as a whole yeah and then it's I love how you you figured out what works for you too. I feel like so many people get so discouraged because they can't figure out what they like, but it's just like, do all of it then. Figure it, like try, you know, just do something. Yeah, and I find that a lot of people, they buy like planners or calendars or, and those are great, but a lot of times it's a lot. Like, I used to I used to be the worst money spender on freaking calendars and I would never use them. Yeah, and like the Erin Condren's, they're beautiful. Have you ever like looked on Instagram at like, the masterpieces that people yeah. make, but people buy though, you know, the Aaron Condren's or whatever the case may be. And it's so much information or so like, what are your five-year plans? What are you doing? You know, like your morning, afternoon, evening, what did you eat today? Did you have a win or a loss today? What are you doing to like, that I think people get like, overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. So just start with writing yourself a to-do list. Yeah, you don't have to spend money. Like this is <laughs> the back of something. No, like a Nintendo. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I found it in my junk drawer. Yeah. It was free. Like I always catch myself making lists on the back of like envelopes and stuff. Yes, absolutely. Just start there. You don't have to have the most perfect planner and the yeah. most beautiful layout of a calendar. Just mm -hmm. schedule yourself some time use your phone and use a notebook. I know this episode is definitely speaking directly to so many people. I know it. I know it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, that's awesome. So great. So thank you so much. Seriously, it's been really great chatting with you. Absolutely. I'm glad we got to catch up finally. Too. So what do you think out of all of the tips that you just dropped? What's like one last takeaway that you would like to leave? So I think the biggest thing that I kind of shared is that everyone's priorities are different. Mm -hmm. Your priority as a mom is to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You cannot, and I mean that, you cannot take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. It just doesn't it's like, feel good. Yeah, well, it's like multi multitasking. Yeah. Yes, you can do it, but you can't do it well. Mm -hmm. It's just like whenever you try to take care of other people before you take care of yourself, you can do it, but you can't do it well. Yeah. You're stressed, you're tired, you're mad because you didn't get your workout in. You're feeling like crap because you ran through McDonald's instead of prepping some, you know, like fresh. Mm. It's just this vicious cycle. So prioritize yourself as much as you prioritize everyone else. You don't have to prioritize yourself first because I know that's hard for so many people to wrap their yeah. heads around. Oh, yeah, because it, seems sure. self, it seems selfish yeah. and self-serving, but it's not. Um, but prioritize yourself as much as you prioritize your kids or your husband or your friends, whatever the case may be. Your job, you are, your everything, yeah. Yes, you are just as important as anyone else. Yeah. Beautiful. Period. Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. So where can everyone connect with you? So I am most active on my Instagram, which is just my name, Sierra McGuire. You guys can all hop over there, show me some love. Yeah, and say hi. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Perfect. So I'll definitely link that in the show notes so everyone can scroll down to the show notes and 
click the link. But thank you so much for coming on again and chatting with us. Really, yes, really. thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, have a good one. You too, hon. Wait one sec before you click out of this episode. I have a question for you. I would love to know what would you like to hear more of on the Beautifully Built podcast. This is as much your show as it is mine. So please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know what do you like to hear best. Do you love the fitness stuff? Do you love the nutrition stuff? Do you love more of this life coaching guidance? What is it that you would like to hear more of? I am so open to any feedback. So please hit me up on Instagram, A underscore healthy underscore attitude. Let me know if you've got any ideas, if you've got questions, or maybe you even know somebody who you'd like to see featured on the show. If that's the case, don't hesitate. Shoot me a message and we will figure it out for one of the next episodes. (laughs) Love you guys. Appreciate you. Catch you soon. Mwah.